check out this audio from a recent team training call where we're talking about how should you reassess, when should you reassess progress towards your goals, and considerations about the implications of those metrics. So hope you enjoy the show and remember to go to goldenhomefitness.com backslash ebook to pick up your copy of the ultimate guide to home workouts. Thank you. You know, we're like, we have a client where it's like, all right, it's reassessment day. Let's get on the scale. And they're like, oh, I had a, you know, I had a bad weekend. I ate, um, you know, a rack of ribs and I ate a bunch of wings on Sunday and guzzled like four beers. I was watching football. So I really don't want to get on the scale on Monday morning. You know, I know it's not going to be a good one. You always have those people, but the idea is, is that coach as coaches, you know, they're still paying us for a result and we have to hold them accountable irregardless of like what, you know, how they're slipping up. So what I've always done and I found to be the best best method would be plan that assessment date, reassessment date when you do that initial assessment. So you have your initial assessment, we do our weigh-in, whatever metrics you're tracking, and then say, all right, and if, it's, if it's a weight loss goal, maybe we do it every two weeks. If it's a body comp goal, maybe every four weeks probably would be the better timetable. Um, because the weight loss goal, if you wait a full month, uh, you may not have time to kind of readjust mid-month on on you know get it, you know getting the ship back on on track. So I always do the weight loss goal if it, if not every week away in every other week at the least, and then a body comp goal probably in the month because the body comp may take a little bit more um, time to see some changes in you know muscle growth and and fat loss. So um, you know those and and then sometimes if it is a, a muscle. You know, if that person is focused, you know, on strength building and, and increasing muscle mass, then the weight doesn't really matter a lot of times. It's more of the composition. So, um, but I would set that, I would set that date on the calendar. I would let them know when it is. I would set yourself a reminder. I would put it right into the FitBot, right in that calendar and just like weigh in day. Um, and then I would want to give them a couple days heads up. So whether that's via text message on Friday when it's their weigh-ins on a Monday and say, hey, just remember, have a good weekend. We got to weigh in on Monday. Um, you know, no, no, no excuses, you know, and don't let them wiggle out of it. Even if they've had four beers and wings and ribs, say, you know what, that's okay. We're still going to weigh you in because it's going to be a reminder to them that, you know, if they really, really want to achieve this goal, then they are going to have to change something you know, they're maybe going to have to make better decisions over the weekend, but it's going to hold them accountable. And that's what they're paying you to do at the end of the day. They're paying you to tell them to do what they're telling you to do, essentially, if that makes sense. Um, you know, so so that's a really important part of the process, too, is a high level of accountability. I, as a new coach, I was always tentative and I was like, you know, oh, they don't want to weigh in. All right. All right. We'll just do it next week then. And then I, you know, after a while, excuse my French, but I was like, you know, fuck this. Like, I'm the coach, and you know, you kind of have to put your foot down sometimes and say, you know what, you want this result? No, we're weighing in. I'm sorry, but this is what you're paying me to do. And you know, sometimes it takes a hard approach. Now you got to be careful. You don't want to, you know, hurt people's feelings and have them stop training with you or piss anybody off. But at the end of the day, I found that that approach works better with more with more people than not. So, absolutely, that like it's like having compassion requires being tough because it's having their best interest at heart, not having their best feeling at heart. Yes, I would say if I would call it empathy versus sympathy. So sympathy would be like, oh, I understand that you, you know, had a bad weekend and you don't want to weigh in. So I'm, you know, I, I understand and, and we don't have to do it now. Whereas empathy is like, no, I under, I totally understand, but 
this is what we have to do because this is what you told me that you really wanted and what really meant something to you was that you lose this weight. So being empathetic versus being sympathetic, I think is important. We don't want to be sympathetic in other words, we want to be more empathetic. Absolutely, that's a good good insight right there. Um, so well, we gotta let them know who the professional is too, you know? Bingo. Yeah, the professionals. I have right. a quick word about weigh-ins too and how to kind of help people around that fear of the numbers. I always say, don't worry, you'll never disappoint me. Um, and I always say that, you know, this is just a number that helps us understand if we need to make changes or where you're going or if you're working toward your goals and getting there. It doesn't define you and you wear so many more important hats than the number on the scale because um, yeah, people tend to define themselves by their weight. and. Uh, that's totally just unfair to them. They shouldn't think that way. So just trying to take that fear away that it's just a measurement tool to see where how you're doing and how we're, we're doing as a team.